0: Right, welcome to the New Yorker Cartoon Caption Contest Podcast I am Vin Koka, with me is Beth Lawler and Paul Nesher. And on part two of today's episode We have a wonderful interview with New Yorker cartoonist Marisa Acacella. Uh She's been doing it for a long time So she's got a lot of stories Very good interview there in part two But before that, jump right in here to the winner of contest 832 The knights climbing the ladder to breach the castle And their giant dog is behind the wall and the winner was, hold your fire. It turns out he's a good boy. Uh, I was surprised by this placing. Uh, I, I would I, I would have been very different. I would have said, count of three, we stormed the castle, I think. I had my problems with that caption, but I think that would be my first. Then probably hold your fire, then ready the tennis ball. I was surprised by this. The good boy is just such an overdone thing. Every dog mm-hmm. caption is a good boy. Mm-hmm. That certainly would not have been my winner.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's a little played out myself.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. Partially, I think every dog cartoon is played out for the caption contest. again. <laughs> for the caption contest. I think there's plenty of dog fodder in the magazine, but I've had it with the caption contest. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Any other, Paul, any thoughts before we move on
2: to uh... no, I, I think this is about how I thought I'd be, you know, because I, I did not like how they spelled out storm the cast. So I... I I don't like that kind of a caption for some reason where they have to spell it out. It's, I don't know if it's a visual thing or something, but I,
0: you know, I thought that would come in third. So Uh, people's beef footage is probably the same as mine. It's not really a word you'd have to spell out. It's not walk. It's not park. It's not treat. Right. It's Not a word you'd have to spell out. Uh, So I I had my problems with it, but I did think it was the best of a fairly weak three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so how about contest 834? This is the uh, waiter with pigeons on his arm talking to a couple in a restaurant. And the finalists are, they recommend the beef. Your eggs should be out any minute now. And are you going to finish those croissant crumbs? Uh, Beth, let's start with you because you probably (laughs) have a pun intended beef.
1: I do have a beef. (laughs) I do have a beef because my caption was, they recommend the steak. Right, right. I honestly think steak was is better wording because unless you're at a French restaurant, most menus don't have beef as an offering. They have steak, different kinds of steak. So, uh,
0: yeah, I, I think beef and steak are the same. I don't think mm-hmm. steak is better. I don't think beef's better. Personally, I, I think they're the same caption. What would frustrate me if I was you is that yours was never seen, which is mm-hmm. If you like beef, you have to like steak. You can't say I like. Right. They recommend the beef, but they recommend the steak stinks. Mm-hmm. Impossible. And there, yeah. there was also they recommend the fish. They recommend the pork mm-hmm. shop. Right. Yeah. So it's it's.
1: Yeah, it's my caption never had a chance. Crab frustration
0: mm-hmm. when when those yeah. are up there and yours isn't. It's just yeah it's crazy.
1: I mean, I didn't expect that that caption would be a finalist but I didn't expect that this caption would be a finalist either. You know, I submitted it and I was like, ah, okay. You know, it was all I could come up with. I thought it worked, but I'm surprised that either one was chosen as a finalist, to be honest. But if they were going to choose one, I would have hoped it would have been mine.
2: (laughs) I'm surprised as you are about this one, because frankly, it's, it's really unoriginal because mm -hmm chick-fil-A did a national Chick-fil-A, campaign yeah. on this very mm. joke you know right
1: eat more of dollars
2: on it spent before mm. cows to say you know eat more chicken right you know it's base it's the same joke and so it's kind of mm. like I'm surprised the New Yorker did you know ignored mm-hmm. that and just went with this joke so of right. like oh
1: I yeah
0: I don't like that yeah before we I get agree. into the other I before agree. we get into the other two uh two comments one they screwed you on this one by having not even ever showing it up but i think the gods helped you on uh the current contest you are seen right you're up there yeah
1: oh yeah and, yeah uh, i won't mention is...
0: crowdsourcing again this will be my last time because my
1: caption is trending yes. how they do
0: the contest it's how they do the contest mm-hmm. but for the last time and i won't bring it up again it is insane to me paul text us at 10 30 Mm-hmm. And said, "Hey, your captions trending."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, "Oh, wow, it's up early." So right. I went and looked at 10:30 a.m.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and the captions generally have not changed since 10:30 a.m. and this is Monday.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they that culminated
0: is... their captions mm-hmm. at 10:30 a.m.
1: On, on Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah, which is terrible. So
0: how did they choose those captions? Whoever but voted between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. chose the the captions. Probably. It is insanity. That but in is fairness,
1: absolute. my my caption is very good caption. It deserves to be up there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with you on that one. Yeah. That, and I that think one was it, a good
0: caption. I think you have an f- excellent chance of being a uh, a finalist. I think you will be mm-hmm. a finalist. I don't want to jinx it. Because um, you're only up against 30 other captions, mm-hmm. right? There's only uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems that way. It certainly seems that way. I mean, they could shuffle them all tomorrow.
0: But uh, I'm going to say based on what they did last mm-hmm. week, I'm going to say they will not. I don't think mm-hmm. you will see a new caption. And mm-hmm. again, that's as of 1030 a.m. Yeah. Monday. That is I, absolutely bananas.
1: I agree. That that's is, ridiculous. That, is, that
0: mm-hmm. is totally insane. Yeah. Uh, But that was my last right. It's their contest. This is how it's played. So this but, is how you got to play it. But, but that's um, a
1: new thing. That's an old thing that vanished for a while. And yeah, now it's, it's new again that they're doing that. Like they weren't doing that for a while. Right. For a while, it was like you could see your caption, like on Monday afternoon or Tuesday morning, and then it would vanish again.
0: Right. They would bring in a, a fresh batch.
1: Right. right, And
0: then, you know, at mm-hmm. the end, they would call it out. But yeah. late, like the past two contests, mm-hmm. last week, I noticed it at like five. But because Paul texted us, I went and looked early. I didn't even assume it would be there. Right. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, 1030, it's up. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen a new caption since well, 1030. The-
1: Although I did, see, I did see a few new ones just before that we we came on to the, this show.
0: Oh, I didn't jump on. A, mm-hmm. I didn't look at them. I saw a probably. few.
1: I can't remember what they are off the top of my head now, but I saw a few new ones come into the mix. And I didn't see, I'm not going to say what the caption is, but I know what Larry Wood's caption is. And I didn't see that until this afternoon.
0: Uh, okay. No, I saw that this morning.
1: You did? Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: I know that caption too, and mm-hmm. uh, I saw it this morning too. Because I was gonna, I was gonna mention you two are. Uh, it'll be fun to see you two in another head-to-head battle. Uh, I'd yeah, like that'd be it. fun,
1: and this time I want to win. <laughs> yeah. I think,
0: uh, I think, I think
2: you would. But maybe- <laughs> and, and since we're talking about crowdsourcing here, I did get a hold of the crowdsourcing guys, and they are aware of the problem on the website where it's not updating, and they're working on fixing it. So. Hopefully, there's something going on there, but they are aware of the issue. At and least.
1: hopefully, they won't fix it until next week. <laughs>
0: no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that would be my last. I will not mention crowdsourcing again. Like I said, it's their contest. These are the, uh, these are the parameters we have to play in. But I do find it absolutely insane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. With that, how about the next caption? Your egg should be out any minute now. I don't know that I 100% get that caption. So let me hear your interpretation. I'll well, go first in this okay. one. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like it either. It's. I. I think I get it.
2: Is that your eggs will be out any minute now? And well, he's got the birds, and obviously the eggs are coming from the birds. But then you'd have to take the eggs and bring them back to the kitchen to do something with them. So why did he bring the birds out to? Did, mm-hmm. It's
0: just. It, so I at least get it. Like he's bringing the birds, and they're going to lay the egg directly onto the plate.
2: Yeah, but they got to bring the eggs back. So it was just, it was at a performance of him. Watch these birds lay eggs. I mean, what kind yeah. of restaurant does that?
1: Well, a lot of restaurants have lobster tanks where you go and pick out right. your lobster. Maybe they're picking out their bird, but they wouldn't be picking out their bird eggs. It would just be the luck of the draw. <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't hate it. I think it's an okay cat when you, yes. If you think about it too hard, if you ordered them scrambled or over easy, he'd lay <laughs> them, then go out and make them. But uh it's kind of a bit of a pun maybe I, I don't hate the caption i wasn't i wanted to make sure i got it so that was my interpretation i do at least get it i think it's pretty good i i think that's okay your eggs will be out any minute now these birds are about to lay the eggs i i think that's an okay caption i'm all right with that being a finalist
2: mm-hmm. so yeah, maybe okay, maybe there. it's a theme restaurant it's lay eggs or something is the name of the <laughs> restaurant <and> i'm just <laughs>
1: Uh, I have a very funny story about about birds laying eggs.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> go, go on.
1: I had, you know, I had little pet canaries, right? And I had one pet canary that all of a sudden, like he was like, it was supposed to be a he. I bought male birds purposely because I don't want birds who lay eggs. I don't not in the business of being a a bird breeder, right? So all of a sudden, this one bird is like frantically pulling its strings and 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 tissue and nesting. And then one day, I get up and there's an egg in the cage, right? And I'm like, "Oh hell no, <laughs> right? Like, no, right? I'm not, I'm not a bird reader, right?" So, so I call the the bird place and I'm like, "You sold me a male bird, but there's an egg in the cage now." and i don't quite know what to do and he said okay you could bring you could bring the bird back to the store and return it and we'll we'll give you a mail a mail bird so i'm like okay i can't get there until tomorrow so the next morning i wake up and i come into the room where the bird cage is and there's two eggs in the, <laughs> in the bird cage and i'm like no we have to get rid of this bird today i can't deal with this right so we put the bird cage with the bird eggs in the car, and we're driving to the bird store. And we hit a bump, and the little thing, the little food dish with the eggs in it, flew out, of the, flew out, and cracked <laughs> in, in the bottom of the cage. Right? Bird killer. Bird killer, right? So I have to. I'm with my husband in the car. We have to pull over and I'm think we're both thinking, Oh my God, we just traumatized this poor bird. We just killed her babies. Like, Oh my God, we're horrible people. We clean it up. Right. We're mopping it up with napkins that we had in the car. And then we did not speak to each other the entire way <laughs> to the bird store. Cause we were, we were traumatized. We think the bird is traumatized. Right. So we get to the, bird store and we're like we called we're here to trade out this male bird but we had the eggs but we had a little accident on the way over and we don't have the eggs and i'm like practically crying and the the bird store person says to me we would have thrown out those eggs anyway why I don't know. I don't they know. Probably,
2: they probably right. have a ton of eggs that they yeah. just like, we don't want right. this many birds.
1: Exactly. And then they just like took the bird out of the cage and like threw it back into the, the bird cage with all the other birds. And that was the end of it. And we were like, we. I was like, why was I so traumatized? Like I was like practically crying on the way home. <laughs> <over here. laughs> And this is what happened.
0: That's a shitty pet store. They can't tell the difference between male and female. I
1: know they swore to me. It was a male. They even like looked underneath. It might've been a big show, but they even looked. Yeah. They they don't know. They swore it was a male. That was a 50,
0: 50 shot. Yeah. (laughs) 50, 50.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But with canaries, if they sing, they're males. So I made sure I replaced it with one that sings because (laughs) then, you know, you have a male. So, Oh my God crazy but it was the funniest oh my god it was it was so funny looking <laughs> back but anyway these birds reminded me of that with the lens this caption with the little eggs <laughs> your eggs should be out any minute now i'm like no <laughs> I'm traumatized by that
2: <laughs> i don't know if i'd be able to eat an egg after seeing it laid i'm, no, I'm not sure about no, that No, that's just a
0: little too <laughs> no, with an egg. a
1: little too close to home yeah <laughs> There are I have neighbors who have chickens.
0: That's in, a gold. In pie. Montclair,
1: New Jersey. You know.
0: Yeah, they're making a fortune right now. With those, yeah. Uh,
1: yep.
2: Yeah. Crazy. According to the latest pirate caption contest. Yeah. Eggs are
0: eggs are <laughs> <laughs> expensive. Eggs, <are dang>. yeah. <laughs> eggs are expensive right now. <laughs> All right. Back into caption world. How about the okay. last one? Uh are you going to finish those croissant crumbs?
1: I think that one's good. It's, I have
0: beef with it only because uh I knew a crumb caption would be a finalist. Uh, it was fairly obvious, but I think it works best. I submitted a crumb caption as I'm sure many, many people did. But I submitted, allow me to clear the crumbs from your table, which mm-hmm. seems is, is the right wording, right? It's a waiter. They would clear the crumbs from the table. Yeah. It's a common expression that they say. These right. are the words to do it. Seems like cleaning the crumbs from the table, whether it's my wording or someone else's, mm-hmm. is the way to do it as opposed to Eating the crumbs off the table.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a
0: little nitpicky, maybe, but it would seem the waiter would come to clear the crumbs from the table.
1: Yeah, they do. I mean, you go to a nice restaurant like that and they have that little metal brush. scoopy yeah. thing that they swipe on the table and clean up the crumbs. Right.
0: Yeah. So the joke in this case, right, is being mm-hmm. instead of that, you can use the pigeons. It, right. It would seem that's the right way to word the crumb mm-hmm. cash. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what upset me. Not upset yeah. me. That's what troubled me over this choice. I don't, uh, again, I think a crumb caption they should have chosen. Mm -hmm. It's a little on the obvious side, but it was also, I think, just the one that works very well for this. Yeah. Uh, Paul, you look like you have thoughts.
2: No, I I was just, I I think this is the best caption of the three, but I I have my reservations about this one just because Mm -hmm. maybe it's just me. Maybe I don't go to restaurants enough where the the kind of restaurant that would clean up crumbs off your table Mm -hmm. in the middle of the meal. You know, mm. so I'm I'm not quite familiar with that. And these crumbs on here are just all over the place. You know, so the caption, are you going to finish those croissant crumbs? It's like, well, no, their crumbs are all over the table. <laughs> so it just it, it, for uh, Ben. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the, yours is a better caption for this, the way it looks.
0: And again, crowdsourcing isn't there. So I don't even want to say mine. I'm sure many right. people submitted oh, yeah. very similar wording to what I submitted. Uh, I don't I don't think it was a brilliant caption. It was a fairly obvious caption, but I just mean the idea of clearing the captions mm-hmm. as opposed to eating the the, the crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is,
1: do you, do you think one. those little dots on the table are supposed to be crumbs?
0: That's what I, I thought was purpose? last comment. I didn't I didn't think I
1: didn't read it that way. I
0: yeah, I didn't even see those until
2: I started seeing the crumb uh, mm-hmm. captions. It's like, really, there's crumbs there. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, those must be crumbs. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see the crumb, you know. I didn't think about crumbs at all.
1: Yeah, you, you know what I do like about this caption is that that it they have coffee mugs, not wine glasses. Yeah. So it does look like it's a breakfast yeah. thing. So yeah. the yeah. croissant croissant fits.
0: You right. know? If you're going to write this caption, definitely croissant over mm-hmm. over yeah. is the best of the crumb yeah. captions. Yeah. They definitely did a good mm-hmm. job with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's really not a crazy. bad caption. So yeah. I just think clearing the crumbs is the right way to do it. Yeah, uh, having said that, I like that. That's probably what I'll vote for. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's what what I'm voting for. Also.
0: Yeah, you're not going to vote for your own. No. <laughs> no. In spite.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they <didn't> <laughs> Screw it.
1: No, you know what? I had that that recent one where where my almost caption was also a finalist and ultimately won. Remember. Yes. yes. The, oh, yeah. The lion, hyena, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, the, snake, yeah. the snake that ate the yeah. hyena. So, eh. No, I don't need to see that happen again. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to vote for the croissant one.
2: Well, a, a rare uh, trifecta here. We're all agreeing on the same one.
0: <laughs> yeah, doesn't always happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How about this week in ES a uh alien talking to a cow uh first things first obviously the alien speaking right this is one where it's fortunately fairly obvious uh either of you submit yet
1: yes i did did you submit paul
2: no i did not i'm still working on this i i i'm just having troubles with captions lately and i'm going to try something different with this one a new way of doing this so i'm going to work on this for a little bit but uh yeah, I I find that I go out in the weeds and I get lost and I submit things that I find in the weeds that aren't any good. So <laughs> I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to get lost in the weeds.
0: So the different
2: method, I'm not going to say anything about it just because I, I don't know if it's going to work or not, but I'm going to try something different on this one.
0: I, I didn't submit, but I'm going to. Su- I, I just found out I'm not working tomorrow. So I am going to uh, submit tonight. I will get back to my resolution that I passed on last week and I will submit tonight. But I haven't submitted yet. Uh Beth, considering you submitted, uh, I guess we'll start with you.
1: Okay. Well, my initial thought when I first saw the cap- the cartoon last night was immediately the got milk commercial. You know, got milk. <laughs> but you know, that's that's not submittable. So um
0: I, I I'll bet you that trends high. I'm gonna say you see that. I'm gonna say got mm-hmm. milk, you will see. I don't know if they'll yeah. choose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: well i would
2: well, say there's 100 people who will submit that one and that's what will trend high because they all think they're voting for their own
1: yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah. point
0: they all think they're voting for theirs. yeah
1: and they probably can't even choose that it. it's probably trademarked the, yeah. the got milk um no
0: i'm sure they can
1: no you think
2: it's, it's trademark milk uh trade <laughs> trade milk yeah uh trademarked by the milk association so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's a trademark thing yeah I, don't think that's true. I'm gonna, I'm those, gonna look
0: now. I'm gonna say they probably already <laughs> have
2: dairy that farmers. One. Do not piss off the dairy farmers. I'm telling you, don't do that.
1: <laughs> what about you know the got milk, the pork, the other white meat? I guarantee you, those are all trademarked. Yeah. yeah, that you can't use it in some other way without it being a trademark who, who violation. Get
0: sued, the finalist or, or the or the New, the New Yorker.
1: Yorker, the New Yorker fix New it. So it's yeah. like
2: they, they won't pick mm-hmm. it for that reason. They yeah. don't mess with. As I said, don't mess with them, the dairy farmers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will you track you down.
1: I mean, Got Milk is like a very recognizable. It's oh. not like some obscure, no, no. you know,
0: Yeah, no, that's not- uh,
1: ad campaign. It's like, you know, it, it would be noticeable. Right. You know, so.
0: Well, I mean, that's the fact that it would be noticeable is the only thing that would make it a decent caption. Yeah. If Got Milk wasn't a thing, it would be an awful lot. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. But then, again, it's the same Reason why they won't be able to choose it, so
2: I don't think do they take would take on it. You know, some kind of parody of it, then you might be able to get away with mm-hmm. something. But actually, just playing "Got Milk"? No, they're not going to take that.
1: Right, and if you you couldn't really do a parody of that because it's two words, you know?
0: Yeah, it'd be a yeah like
1: you could you could probably do a parody of like Nike's "Just Do It," you know, like "Just Do It Later" or yeah. you know and- to, something like that, you know. But "Got Milk"? You you couldn't yeah anyway yeah. um so anyway so then my next thought was um so what's your beef but that didn't really take into account the alien so it was just true you know plus yeah. i didn't want to use the word beef because i'm because <laughs> I'm, <laughs> i have a beef with that but uh <laughs> um so then I I was thinking some more and I went on to, actually, I do have a bone to pick with you. I thought that one was decent because, you know, the alien could kill him and pick the meat off his bones. And also yeah. it's a double meaning um, pun, but it really, it didn't like strike me that good. So I kept thinking and I came up with, um, uh, do you know where I could find...
2: Um, a milk what shade? did
1: I say? Do you know where I can find a burger, burger? a glass of milk, and milk a leather jacket?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked that good. one, and then you then you plays into the... you made a better one. When it's like, wow, yeah. I'm impressed. I, that you... I,
1: I liked that one because um, I felt like it was kind of like following that rule of threes. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. yeah, you know. So I I thought that that one was good, um, but then that led me after I thought of that one. Um, it led me to a shorter caption, which I think is better. I hope is better because I submitted it and it was I'd kill for a burger right now.
0: Yes. And it worked is just sad looking clown uh, cow. Yeah. Well, it's a sad looking alien, too, for that matter.
1: It is a sad looking <laughs> alien that threw me off a little bit. But he's also really skinny. His ribs are he, showing. He, and he looks so like he's hungry. He, yes. he needs a burger.
0: I do know. That, yeah. <laughs> the fact that he's so skinny, uh, I had Somewhat similar. It was just I need some meat. uh, I'm sorry, but I need some meat on my bones. He's just so damn skinny. He's so skinny. I mean, they they always make aliens skinny with a big head, but he's Mm -hmm. really,
1: yeah, yeah. So that's what I submitted. I submitted. I'd kill for a burger right now.
2: Which I love because it's one of those captions where it could be an any caption, and you just read that. But seeing it under this one is just Mm -hmm. funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because the cow is looking at him like, uh oh, (laughs) so anyway, I hope that was the right choice. But that was my whole thought process this week.
0: What about you, Paul? You haven't gone. We're doing this Monday, so we're early this week. Yeah, and
2: I actually uh, surprisingly jumped on the Facebook page last night and just uh, threw out a bunch of stuff, you know, just I hadn't done it for a while, so I just wanted to try it and just because. As I've said before, I am not able to come up with captions off the top of my head right now for some reason. I, I'm i in a rut or something in this last contest. I entered a caption that was just bad, just bad. And it's like I have to do that every so often to get out of my system. It's, <laughs> enter something that just is so awful, it's going to sit down in the basement and never come up again, out of there. <laughs> so this is just me, you know, riffing, you know, just off the top of my head. Uh do you have a minute to talk about our Lord and Savior Zorg? What you know, it, it's one of those throwaway ones. Whenever you mm. see something, two people meeting—that's kind of odd. You know, one of them is going to say the Lord and Savior line. <laughs> uh, oh, we're oh, well. I've got some bad news about your mom. <laughs> oh, no. It's it taken the nursery rhyme that.
0: What uh, nurse? Maybe I don't get it. I hate to say. The it. it. Oh, the jumped cow jumped over, over the,
2: moon. the moon, so the alien just came past the moon i've got some bad news about your mom the cow did not quite jump over the moon
0: what was it a mom who jumped over the moon
2: it doesn't matter. i was trying to figure out you know i was trying to put a relationship to this cow and it's like what other relationship <laughs> is there between you know <laughs> like to get yeah. it to work it has to be the mom i think it's mm-hmm. like your daughter <laughs>
1: <laughs> no that would just be really cruel Nobody yeah. should lose their. And cow. It's, it's I don't want there not your to be dad a or your
2: son or anything because that, that'd be a bull. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't want there to be a cow jumped over the moon caption. Personally, I had one too. Our planet has eighty moons you can jump, mm. but I just don't like the idea of going that direction. I'm not sure why. Mm. I just yeah. don't like it. But it's it's it's. There's going to be a lot of them out there just because it's a
2: space alien. and First yeah. thing you think of is cow jumping over the moon in space. So that mm. there's going to be something. There's going to be, you know, hundreds of those uh, obscure uh, movie reference. Kletu Baratu uh, Nekmu. I don't know that. <laughs> it's when the, the Earth Stood Still. It's the uh, words that the alien spoke when he came out of the spaceship. And it's a form of reading for them. So I just uh, substituted Mu at the end of it. So. Oh, that's funny. not really
1: (laughs) well it's a funny idea substituting but i think it
2: might be a little it's only for science fiction geeks Yeah, they'll get that
1: yeah it would go over a lot of people's head i think
2: yeah uh you're lucky i'm lactose intolerant
0: so i'm not gonna mutilate you because i'm lactose Mm
2: -hmm. intolerant
0: yeah i tried that route as well my route was a my planet is much less intolerant of you yeah, that, that was my, my that was lactose thing. intolerant mm-hmm. in there somewhere. they will again, that's another route. There will be a lot of lactose intolerant. Yeah. Uh, that was what my if, at it, but there will be a lot of them.
1: What about the moon being made of made of cheese? Any ideas with that mm-hmm. route? I I was kind of mulling that over, but I couldn't come up with anything.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure what you would do with that. Is the moon there because of cows or? or... Yeah, did you know. make the moon? Was but it you that moon? made the moon?
1: Isn't there something about the moon being made of cheese? Isn't yeah, green that cheese. like a the moon
2: is made out of green cheese a thing? That's, uh... Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if there's something you can do with that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I say that, and you know, half an hour from now, it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <That's the> only... <laughs> oh, I should say half an hour if the contest ends. That's when <laughs> Uh, and the last one is—I'm I'm sure this will be popping up on a few other ones. Uh, yeah, well, I've got five stomachs.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. I—I've oh. I, seen a couple of those with the cows having four stomachs oh, in the in the Facebook group Red, and they're all—they're all funny.
0: Yeah. I, I don't—I guess I don't know yeah. a lot of things. That's a common thing that everyone knows that cows have four stomachs. Cows
1: have four stomachs. Yeah, yeah.
0: Why should I have known that? Like, why is that's, that's a thing people know? <laughs> yeah. Did you grow up in the city, ben? Uh, I don't know. Staten think- Island, Brooklyn, I guess that counts as a city.
2: Yeah, that counts as a city. If you grew up in the but country, you'd know that counts kind of as more than
1: Well, me. I didn't grow up in the country, and I know that.
0: <laughs> ah, you learn a lot. You learn a lot with this captioning contest. You really then do. Then you
1: might you might, have, you might have slept through science class a few times.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a science class thing. I forgot about that. Is it that. the cut of was, That's
0: something that people know? I'm, I'm going to start asking people. I'm curious uh, if I'm the only one that does not know that.
1: Hows have four stomachs, I believe, because they eat grass. Yes. And it grass is very hard to digest. So it takes it going through four rounds of digestion for them to actually digest it.
0: Four different stages of the different digestion.
1: Different stages of digestion. Yeah. They have four stomachs.
0: Other animals eat grass, right? They're not the only animal <laughs> that eats grass. Don't, don't giraffes eat leaves and grass? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you know how many sure. stomachs yeah. a giraffe
0: has? No, is that a known thing, too? You no. Know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe giraffes have four as well.
1: That right, I see, those,
0: those are captions I would pass up on because I'm just not. Mm. Uh, yeah. With the yeah, but I think
1: that's funny with the, you know, saying the alien says, I have five, well, I have five stomachs. I think that's funny.
0: Yeah. Although he's giving not one of those stomachs any food. He's yeah because he's starving, starving, to death. I've he's starving today i've never seen there might be a joke it there should be
1: like yeah well i don't have a stomach
2: <laughs> yeah oh, you goodness. can borrow one. he's
1: starving can I, today. Borrow,
2: can I borrow a stomach uh, right, there you right, go. right. <laughs>
1: so and
2: that's uh, that's all i have oh that's all i had that was at least something good the other ones are just
0: not even i'm not i'm not proud of them at all so i'm not saying <laughs> anything about them <laughs> only two i'll mention uh we're not abducting you. We're rescuing you because we don't treat cows very well here on a, here on Earth. We just use mm-hmm. them for everything. And uh, think of the irony when you go missing, they'll put your face on a milk carton. Ooh,
1: that's good.
0: That's that's,
1: that's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll go with that one. I will. Sub- I will be submitting something tonight because I want to go back to my resolution okay. of submitting on Monday.
1: That I would go with yeah. that one. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if you could get it a little. I'll tighter. see if I can. You yeah.
2: Can I was going to see if you can just tighten that up just a little bit. Yeah. Do I have to lose like, irony? Or just say, just say,
1: no, just, no, no, you need irony. Just say, the irony is, the irony is when you go missing, they'll put your face on a milk carton instead of right. think of the irony.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll punch it up. I'll take I that. mean, it's yeah.
1: only one word shorter, but I feel like it
2: needs irony. And it needs the milk carton. You mm-hmm. figure it out from there. Based on the milk carton. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. I'll play around with it.
1: That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and nobody that's right. has that. Yeah, that's that's, like, I, so I would not have thought of that one. That's yeah.
2: that good.
1: That's so good. That's why they pay, <laughs> okay. pay you the big bucks.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyone do cartoon <laughs> collections yet? That's another thing I want to do. I want to get those in early. I want to start doing early. I, I've always been late. 2023 i'm moving to early i'm doing mondays so i'm, I'm you know i i think i might even enter my cartoon stock today i might I've even...
1: submitted two already in cartoon stock but we can't really say what they are because
0: yeah i won't mention what they yeah. are i i did jot down a few ideas um mm-hmm. again i i am having trouble because i don't like this cartoon i love chris the mm-hmm. he's great
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe i just don't like having the hulk like having real characters Uh, Am I the only one that's not enjoying this cartoon? Is it the color? Something about it. I just don't like working on this.
1: Maybe it's the colors. It almost would have been better if it was all black and white and only the Hulk was green.
0: I always prefer a pop of color as opposed to all color. Always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I
2: I like it. But then I I read a lot of comics when I was younger. And Mm -hmm. so I it's like oh boy a superhero i get to you know make a caption for a superhero so i'm i'm excited to do it i'm not sure what mm-hmm. i'm going to do with it i haven't thought about it at all but i'm i'm oh. hoping
0: lightning strikes on this one
1: yeah I, this I,
0: contest I, they do uh credit the person who submits first yes. that is mm-hmm. something they look at mm-hmm. i don't think the new yorker does but cartoon stock gives credit to a timestamp mm-hmm. like that. i think I my, have, there is benefit yeah. going early
1: one caption I submitted that I'm, um, really hopeful for, but I'm also hoping, I, I'm also hoping that if anybody else thought of it, I was the first one.
0: Right. That's uh, the benefit of, yeah, of, but uh, I,
1: but I like this car. I I do like this cartoon. I love Chris Wyant's drawings. So I, I, I love it, but, um, you know, I'm having trouble with my last submission. Like I popped two out and I put them in there and now I'm like, Oh, I don't think I have any more.
2: You've got a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying not to overthink this. I'm trying not to think about it at all. So we'll see what happens on this one.
0: You, like I said, uh, you can stretch your wings with the cartoon stock. They take yeah. more out of the box, sillier. Mm-hmm. I think they'll take curses. They're not as rigid as the New Yorker. They'll, they they take sillier stuff. Yeah, so you, and they give you three. So You can, right? I won once with a caption I would never in a million years submit with the. And am I hallucinating? Are you really wearing green pants or whatever color? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Whatever. That yellow pants. I, yeah. I would never submit that. But you get three. And I know they take silly. I mean, that's not a great caption. But it's silly. So it's kind of funny in that how silly it is. Mm-hmm. But that's the fun you could have with this contest. You yeah. can, They'll take yeah. stuff like that. Yeah.
2: I, I think that made problems. I'm looking at those too much as a New Yorker caption. And I really shouldn't do that. Because I used mm-hmm. to just do whimsical, silly stuff on that contest before and mm-hmm. I had some good luck with that back in the you know, old days, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I've gotten out of the habit of doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go back to it. Yeah. It's fun. You can.
0: All right. With that, uh, this was an interview I enjoyed. Uh, so stay tuned here for our interview with Marisa Acachella. well, Marisa, thank you very much for joining us. Much appreciated.
3: Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah,
0: it looks like you have a nice studio behind you. I guess that's where all the magic happens.
3: Yeah, my drawing board's right over here, and my computer set up, and my Wacom's over here. So, yeah. Very nice. And um, I have a balcony overlooking the Statue of Liberty, and I'm on the marina. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad place to get some thinking done. Yeah. Uh, If you don't mind, why don't you start with a quick background of um, the early days and what got you into cartooning?
3: Okay. Well, um, I guess you could say my mom um, was a shoe designer. And um, when she was pregnant with me, she got a phone call from this woman who spoke with a very whispery, raspy voice. And she said, "In my mother was at work at Delman Shoes. She was a shoe designer. And this woman said, well, can I speak to the designer? And my mother said, I'm the designer in her Jersey accent. <laughs> and the woman said, well, this is Jackie, Jackie Kennedy. And my mother oh, my thought gosh. that this was a joke. Like one of her friends were, was playing a joke on her. And it really was Jackie and Jackie needed shoes for a very special event. She was a size 11. And my mother said, well, I'm a size 11. We can commiserate in her jersey. <laughs> accent. And um, it turns out that my mother designed Jackie's shoes for the inauguration. They were both size 11s and Jackie gave my mother a pair of the shoes my mother designed for her. So, That happened when I was in the womb. Jackie was pregnant with John John. My mom was pregnant with me. So I started at three when my mother was freelancing drawing shoes and that's really how I started drawing. My mother would draw these trend reports with these really great looking fabulous women wearing these really fabulous shoes and I was really just imitating my mother at three years old and then I just kept drawing and drawing and drawing these women and then when I was about seven, we had we went on vacation. That wasn't the Jersey Shore, like Ocean City, New Jersey. It was actually Bermuda. And we wound up in this pink elephant of a house. And there were all these drawings in the house. And the drawings had captions. And I thought that was really cool. Like my drawings could actually speak, right? The women that I've been drawing with the fabulous shoes at like seven. And um, it turns out it was James Thurber's house. So that night I just read all these old New Yorkers and all these old James Thurber books. And that's pretty much how I started drawing and cartooning. But I kind of forgot about it and went into advertising.
0: Oh, that is a great entry story. That is a very, very good entry story. The universe wanted you to be a cartoonist
2: is what it sounds (laughs)
3: like. I think so. And then I totally forgot. Like I said, I went into advertising. Is the shoe brand still around? Delman, yeah. It actually is still around. It's the Bergdorf Goodman line. And um, it's a great great brand. Um, My mom went from there to I. Miller and designed for a bunch of other companies. But yeah.
1: Can I share my screen for a second and show you a self-portrait that I did of myself when I was four years old? Yes. So I could show you the shoes. Yeah. Oh, oh my oh, god. Wow. I gotta oh, see wow. this. Sorry, guys, you gotta bear with me for a second.
2: <laughs> I, I saw Beth's face light up when you mentioned shoes.
3: And really, oh my god. Do you see oh, that? Wow. Beth, I swear <laughs> I had those platforms and those bell
1: bottoms <laughs> <laughs> and my puffy <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. I love it. Yeah, I, I probably was about four, maybe, maybe five, but I don't think so when I did that, but I was really into the shoes too and still am.
3: So, <laughs> all right. So I, I get it.
1: Totally. <laughs> so anyway sorry guys just had to show her that
0: <laughs> i can't believe you still have that
3: i love that you have that
1: a friend of mine kept it it was a, a friend of mine's um in a book that she had and she kept it and she e- she scanned it and emailed it to me a couple of years ago so that's great funny <laughs> So anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to digress. No, that's okay. (laughs) I love that. All
2: we do here is digress.
1: (laughs) And I love the Kennedy story. I mean, that's just, that's just amazing.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, Jackie Kennedy, one of the great fashion icons of all time.
0: Yes.
1: Oh my
3: goodness. Yeah. Wow.
0: So then uh, what were you doing in advertising? Writing or like art design?
3: Well, I was doing art direction. I, um, went to Pratt and then I got a job at an ad agency and I quit Pratt and then went to school of visual arts and put my portfolio together and then got a job at J. Walter Thompson on working on Burger King. And I was hired by this man named Jim. And what's really funny is that Jim used to write these books. He would get up at like eight at six o'clock in the morning write these books and then go back to work, go to work at J. Walter Thompson as the creative director. And everybody was making fun of Jim and his books because like they never sold. <laughs> and then one day Jim went to like the heads of Jay Walter and said, you know, if you want me to be the creative director here, then I want you guys to shoot a commercial with my books in it. And, and I want Jay Walter to pay for it. And that's how Jim became James Patterson.
0: Oh, wow. Really? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So
3: he basically hired me. That was my first job in advertising. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So basically what's funny is I had a few other jobs after that. I went to Young and Rubicam and was a senior vice president, art director and I really didn't like advertising. Like I would be in, be in meetings and everybody thought I was taking copious notes, but there I was drawing myself with a gun in my mouth because I hated <laughs> it so much. <laughs> and um, that's basically how I became a cartoonist. I On New Year's Eve, I lit a candle and I write like all the things that I want to do for the year and like manifest them. So I lit this candle and I called in every single higher sp- Spirit that I could think of, like God, Jesus, all the saints in heaven, everybody. I was like, you know, stacking the deck in my favor. And then I drew myself with a gun in my mouth again (laughs) with the line, she was a little upset during the meeting. And that's how I became a cartoonist. I just drew this comic strip called She and basically drew the women I was drawing ever since I was like three and four years old. And that's basically how I started. So I leaned into my sketch pad and because I realized that this is what I should have been doing all along and my hair caught on fire. So not only did I have like a new career, but I got a new haircut. I got a shot. Oh how did your hair touch on fire? <laughs> because <laughs> I
1: have this candle
3: and I like lean oh, right. Oh, there. oh,
1: okay. oh right. my gosh. And I didn't oh get my God. roots done. <laughs> I did not. I, did not. I didn't get my roots <laughs> but here I am leaning into the camera. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Wow. Uh, uh, did you eventually leave advertising?
1: I did
3: actually. I did. Um, I developed this car. She, I developed for Mirabella magazine and it ran in there for a few years. And um, from that I did a graphic novel. And the thing about advertising when I was doing storyboards, I knew how to block out scenes like block out 30 second commercials. And I would always say like, this is really, we. I really like this commercial, but do we have to put the product in it? <laughs> you know, and every, I, I get on everybody's nerves. So anyway, so from storyboarding, I figured out how to tell stories graphically. And so the transition from advertising to graphic novelist was not that hard.
0: Uh, I assumed advertising was a fairly exciting industry is it not that at all
3: you know it's really funny it actually was exciting and I met like a bunch of really really interesting people and I did things like I shot um a campaign for Chef Boyardee with Giuseppe Torn- Tornatore who directed Cinema Paradiso and Ennio Morricone did the music and I became friendly with him and went to his house and like had a great time in Rome. And I remember going to the set and the translator, this Ital- woman, Vivian, who was really amazing. She knew all the Italians, like all the Italian filmmakers. And of course, I'm Italian and I love Italian film and Italian filmmakers. And she said, like, as we were going to this production meeting, we just, guys, 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 stop the car. We just drove past Federico Fellini. Let's, why don't we stop and meet him? And I was like, oh, like, We have to meet Fellini. And the people I was with, they were such sticks in the mud. They were like, no, we're going to be late for the meeting. I'm like, how often do you get to meet Federico Fellini, who's a legend? And we're doing a Chef by RD commercial. I mean, what don't you understand that we should not go meet him? At least have a cappuccino and talk to him. And they're like, no, Marisa, we've got to go to the production (laughs) meeting. I'm like, fine. (laughs) Anyway, so that's one of the reasons. That, that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to get the hell out
2: yeah, of Okay, I got to interrupt here and just say, you went to Italy for a Chef Boyardee commercial.
3: I did. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I did. I, I shot a um, Chef Boyardee campaign in, in Italy.
2: Okay, I, that's unexpected, really, for Chef Boyardee. I
1: know. I thought they were fake
2: Italian, not really. really
1: Boyardi.
3: <laughs> like like spaghettios. Well, just it's just is
1: Italian. It's yeah,
3: B O Y A R D I. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm.
2: But, but spaghettios. That's. That's not the height of know, Italian cuisine.
3: Stendyos well, is Franco-American.
1: <laughs>
2: Ooh, oh, yeah, D? you're right.
1: Oy. Yep, Franco-American. Oh, yeah. yep.
0: well, oh. yeah,
3: yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
3: I mean, oh, I did travel a lot in advertising. That was, yeah, like, I mean, That's the
0: beauty, right? These companies have a lot of money to throw around. They
3: don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't. Like, I have friends who are still in advertising. They're like, you know, they're doing gifts and it's not like the same kind of thing. It's like rare that you actually go off and shoot commercials like that. Mm. So I imagine the creative
0: side of it, you probably liked. And then uh, the corporate side, I'm sure is like any other corporate. uh,
3: Yeah. I didn't really like the corporate. I mean, no one does. (laughs) Yeah. You don't really like the corporate side, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Wow. wow. That's so cool though.
0: And then, uh, obviously you were aware of the New Yorker.
3: Oh yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I was totally aware of the New Yorker and I, um, after I wrote the, you know, did she, the, the book that the first book that I wrote and I started submitting, um, to Bob and drawing the same women that I was drawing ever since I was three and four. And, you know, he bought my first cartoons and, um, yeah, I'm really grateful to the, him for that.
1: The women you draw are very, um, I want to say, very Upper East Side, very Fashion fashionista, forward. fashionista, uh, designer clothing. You know, obsessed with their looks. Um, they're fun. They're great characters. I mean, they're they're excellent. But I mean, they, it just screams to me Upper East Side stereotypical women. Well, that's really Is funny that. What because- you're going for? Well,
3: mm. actually, everybody that I was drawing really, I mean, I was really drawing the West Village, mm. but um, like a lot of like the cartoons took place in Balthazar, Pastis, Da okay. <laughs> um, mm. uh Yeah, but I, and then I also, well, yeah, I was also drawing the Upper East Side. I was just drawing women that I thought were really interesting. And,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, I, I have a lot of friends who are in fashion. So I was, you know, drawing them, putting Uh them into it, um, into the cartoons. So, like, it was kind of an inside joke, like, who was in what. And, Uh you know, a lot of times when I would get an okay, I would actually go shopping for what the women would wear. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: awesome. (laughs) What was the first cartoon that you sold? Um,
3: The first cartoon I sold was... uh, I can't decide I'm having a brand identity crisis. It was a woman um, buying sneakers. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was the first one. Um, What was I going to say? But I actually, I think I actually pulled a cartoon because I didn't like what the women were wearing. And I redid the artwork.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really? Years later or? Or, no, I actually, yeah.
3: I just, ha- I handed the art in and I was like, wait, can I have it back? I want to redraw
1: their outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God!
0: How long did it take you to, uh, from submitting to eventually sell one?
3: Um, I think it took, I don't know, maybe like six months.
0: Which isn't that long, especially mm-hmm. for Bob. Bob used to wait, but, uh. I think that's because probably you were coming in with a fresh perspective that, uh, that he didn't have other people submitting it. So it doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't surprise me that it didn't take as long yeah. as others. So I,
3: I, think think was, I think that's, I think that's
0: coming worked. in with something different than he had.
3: Yeah. And he liked the way I drew. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why I think I, it didn't take that long.
0: Yeah. That uh, how do you draw? Is it digital or is it a uh, pen and paper?
3: Um, it's like pen well, and paper
0: just based on what I'm looking at in the well, back.
3: I mean, like, I sort of, all right, here's just rough sketches. And, I mean, I rough everything out on paper. And then I, now I'm, like, doing it digitally just because it's easier. But I I feel like there's something that I love most about pen to paper.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It just feels more tactile. And I don't really like the electris- electronics getting in the way of the mm-hmm.
0: It seems most cartoonists say that, but then they just do digital because it's hard to stay away from something that's that convenient. I mean, that's true. That's true.
3: And I'm like, I'm hating myself while I'm doing it, but it's like (laughs) it's a little bit easier. But I feel like the initial, the initial thought and the initial impulse, the initial sketch, always has like great energy. And even when you do the final for me, it just never has like that spark that the original. Art, like an original sketch does.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, most cartoonists seem to say the same thing, but it's Thank just a, it's a hard trap not to fall into because of how how much more convenient it is.
3: I mean, the thing is, it's like you could do a rough in like what fifteen minutes, right? And then it like you could take you days to do the final art to get to to get the art to where you want it. But the the first sketch was was way better. I don't know, just. Mm-hmm.
1: What year was it that you first sold to Bob? It was in 19, I think in 98, 97. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so there still weren't a whole lot of women cartoonists back in. No, at that point
3: it was um, me, Victoria, Barbara Smaller, Liza. I think it was Mm -hmm. the five of us at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Did that make you reluctant to submit? Just uh, think you had a better chance.
3: I, I didn't make me, I was excited to be there. I was just happy to be there. And I loved like, after we submitted, I would have lunch with um, Bud Handelsman and Ed Fisher and Sam Gross and Mort and Mm -hmm. Sydney. And we would go to like Olani's and go to burger joints and just really have a great time afterwards. And Mm -hmm. You know, back then it was like me and those guys, you know, mm-hmm. it was, a, it was a great, it was a great moment. I think, um, just starting out and, you know, being part of like this incredible cartoon history, those guys mm-hmm. real, I learned so much from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still do. I'm, I still talk to Sam all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Do you, you keep in touch with, uh, Bob, t- by any chance?
3: I haven't really talked to Bob in a while. But um, I keep in touch with Mort, um, mm-hmm. Sydney, and Sam, especially. Oh,
0: obviously. good. Yeah. What was your reaction when Emma took over? Did you think uh, it would be better having a female at the helm? Did you think that would help at all?
3: Um, I just was happy that, you know, there was a woman who was – going to be an editor. Um, and I just thought, you know, I like Emma. So I was happy that she, you know, she got the job. I think she's a great editor and I like her personally.
0: Oh, did you know her before she? Uh, no, but when
3: I'm, no, but when I met her, I liked her, you know, initially I thought she was great. And she's very open and she's very encouraging and she's got a really great way about her.
0: Mm, yeah, that seems to be uh, consistent.
3: All um, right. Really? So I'm like consistent with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, I'm not saying anything different.
0: <laughs> you you submit regularly?
3: Um, you I just submit started submitting every week? I I just started submitting regularly. Um, like at the end of December, I I wasn't, but I just started doing it again
0: what uh what held you here. off was it books you were writing i know you have a bunch of uh books you worked on
3: well it was books and then um i had a family situation <laughs> so <laughs> um you know my dad passed away and i had to handle like deal with some family issues and take make take care of my mom
2: oh, sorry to hear that. that
3: that's all right i mean you know that's life right
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah i mean <laughs> but i think cartooning It's amazing how like the whole business has really changed.
0: Yeah. Did you ever uh, submit to many places other than the New Yorker once you got in the New Yorker?
3: Well, I did um, get stuff in punch and um, I still, I did a bunch of magazines. Like I had a column in ad age at one point point. I had a column in ESPN magazine. When that was around, I had um, columns, in Elm Magazine, I had um, let's see what else. Oh, I had a I had a cartoon that ran in the New York Times, um, but I got fired by the Times Ooh. because of <laughs> Chanel.
1: Oh no! What happened there? Are you well, allowed to was, say? <laughs> I could I could say it now. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I did.
3: But what happened was I mean this is kind of a crazy story. Mm-hmm. I was hired by the New York times to do this like fashion strip. It was called the strip. It was like the first comic strip in the New York times. Right. And it was like reportage. And, um, they sent me out like covering things, which was really great. And, uh, one of my assignments was a Chanel fashion show for ladies food lunch. And it took place at Lutes, which was like this lunching ladies restaurant. And, um, I had lunch with the editor of the Times there, one of the editors of the style section. And I handed in this cartoon that was kind of like a little bit like milk toast. And she's like, that's not what you saw. You know, you saw like women looking at like elderly women looking at models' asses hanging out, and you saw a bunch of other stuff. I'm like, hey, if I write what I really saw, you guys are gonna fire me because. Chanel is your one of your biggest advertisers and I don't really want to piss them off and I really like this job (laughs) oh no 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 this is the New York Times how could you say that to us we have journalistic integrity you would never be fired for anything like that so I did hand that cartoon in and I did show the women looking at like the young models' asses hanging out and I did have like elderly women saying we don't like we usually don't like Chanel bags because they're old lady bags. That was really funny. And <laughs> that oh, okay, so then that comic strip ran on top of a Chanel ad and the next thing I know, I'm fired from the New York Times. Oh my god. Why did they run it right above the channel? (laughs) They're idiots. That's why. And I have said this to them. So it's not a big surprise. Wow! Yeah. The
0: one who told you, oh, you have nothing to worry about. We have journalistic integrity. Was she the one to tell you that you're fired? No,
3: she wasn't. She wasn't. And I left a message for her that I hear that I'm in trouble. And she didn't listen to it. And then. I, and then when the editor called me, the top editor, and he's like, I'm really upset that I have to let you go. You're my best reporter. And this is really devastating to me. And I'm like, well, I called Eileen. And he's like, you should have called me. And I called Eileen because she was my friend. And I didn't want to bother the guy. And so anyway, that's what happened.
0: I'm surprised the blame would come down to the cartoonist and not the editor. In other words, mm-hmm. if there's a cartoon people don't like in the New Yorker, it's the, you know, the people's you know c- cartoonists send them stuff all day long it's the new yorker who's choosing choosing to run it in this case it's the new york times right i think the editor would be the one to get the the, the fallback
3: Do you think the guy who ran my cartoon on top of a chanel ad he should have been the one who got, who's who got fired but yeah. no because uh the head of chanel had went to a lunch actually had a luncheon for the editors and he complained and You know, it went all the way to the top and I got fired. Wow.
0: That's a shame. Yeah. But I guess it's your name on the cartoon. So I guess that's who they're going to go after.
3: I know, but it's kind of a good story, right? It's a good story. Yeah, you got a (laughs) story. Good story. Oh, my goodness. You got
0: the Chanel (laughs) goons going after you. So,
2: yeah. (laughs) I
3: know. I'm like, all right, thanks a lot. Oh, my goodness. So, you know. I never shopped at Chanel after that. No, that's not true.
2: Wow. Wow. Oh, you shouldn't.
1: I cannot. Uh, well, yeah, but you know. <laughs> wow! And you also did work for W Magazine. Right? Oh yeah, a that's right. I totally.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally forgot my resume.
1: Yeah, I did.
3: I'm <laughs> like, thank you
1: for here <laughs> to remind
3: you. Thanks <laughs> <I just remind laughs> me. But, yeah, I did. I had a um, I had a uh, column in W Magazine digitally. Mm-hmm. Ran digitally. That was really fun because they animated my drawings, and you know, I got to draw like Carl uh, Lagerfeld in outer space, which is always fun. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing.
0: Uh, are you involved in stuff right now, or are you really just focusing on single? I have like or- a
3: bunch of things like I'm juggling right now, so I'm like, you know, right now getting ready for to submit to Emma Tomorrow. And, um, I have a bunch of book proposals that I'm working on and and like a podcast. So, you know, there's a bunch of things I'm doing at the moment.
0: Oh, you do your own podcast?
3: Well, I'm going to, I'm working on, um, putting a new one together. Yeah. I will be doing it. I do videos, but I will be doing a podcast. Yeah.
0: Uh, is it about cartooning or fashion or something different?
3: It's about basically the universe.
0: You plan on doing it on your own or are you going to have a co-host?
3: I'm going to have a co-host. Yeah. But when I like, when I'm ready to talk about it, can I come back on?
0: Of oh, course. absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. First.
1: And yes. is that related at all to your she, she bang? Um, yeah, it is. Kind of, yeah, it
3: is. Cause it's mm-hmm. like all about the universe and um, the mother, you know, the divine mother and, you know, our real history. I'm obsessed with like. Mm-hmm. Who, who we are and where we came from and what our true story, the true story of humanity is and the true story of the earth and like the universe and mm. aliens and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. It is. I mean, I think I find that stuff fascinating. Mm-hmm.
0: That doesn't translate to your cartoons, right? I don't see many alien cartoons from you.
3: Well, I do alien cartoons all the time.
0: They just don't buy them? <laughs> <ones>. <laughs> How, are, you, are you sending in uh, about 10 a week now that you're back, you're back yeah. running away at it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sending in. Yeah. So I just started getting back into it. So I'm like just getting up to speed, but yeah, I'm doing about, yeah, 10 a week.
0: Looking at the, the stuff that they bought so far, do you have a, Favorite of your own, a kind of favorite cartoon that you've done?
3: Um I guess Fendi Bag Lady is my favorite.
0: Fendi bag lady. Which one is that? So I can pull it up.
3: It's um Fendi Bag Lady need matching shoes, please help.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's standing
1: on a street corner. Yeah, she's standing on a street
3: corner. Yeah, Yeah, I went shopping. I I went I didn't shop. Oh, yeah, I went to you know. Fendi, just to make sure I got the outfit right. Oh, I did this cartoon, Gucci, 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 right? A mother looking into a baby carriage. And I went to Gucci and took a bunch of pictures, and they basically escorted me out. Oh, my gosh. I, they th- I got thrown out of Gucci for that.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> just not the right patterns. people out there. Poodle <laughs> man. I, I gotta I say. Gonna, <laughs> I was just gonna say that's one of my favorites of yours. Oh, thank you. Oh, my gosh. So perfect. But uh oh my god, what did they say? Did you they say no photography allowed in the store or what? Yeah, what I don't like, but I'm shooting this for a
3: cartoon. We don't care a cartoon, we don't care. I mean, what kind of cartoon are you doing? I'm like, it's a positive cartoon. We don't care. There is a door and like got like one of the security guys to like support me out. Oh my god! Wow.
0: And do you, I hope you still don't shop there now? Or do or do you do that too? I don't really Chanel, shop. You're doing I mean, a Fendi. I've,
3: I don't, I like Fendi. I mean, I like the Italian. I mean, look, I love fashion, but Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't really, uh, I'm not really shopping right now. Well, that's certainly, it's certainly a lot of shopping related cartoons. That's not true. I did buy a pair of shoes.
1: I love your cartoon that's uh, the women at a cocktail party and one says to another, shut up, who isn't in your shoes? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That was, uh, Those were those shoes were um, YSL, by the way. Oh gosh, just, remember great. those
3: big platforms? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, those are so great. Yeah, so great. I think
3: things. they're making a comeback now. I see yeah.
1: that. Yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of platform shoes. I love but yeah. <laughs> I could talk shoes all night na- all night so I know
3: <laughs>
2: welcome to shoe talk yes I know
1: maybe we should do a podcast yeah, about wait, it I would I would totally do that um
3: <laughs> I'm not kidding <laughs> uh, me, me neither okay um,
1: uh, <laughs> and I love your um your uh oh gosh which the um surgical twins oh yeah surgical twins uh cartoon is amazing they're not right. identical twins they're surgical, surgical twins. twins yeah so great <laughs> that's
3: funny that's still going on right? Now. <laughs> uh, that's, that's
0: speedo limit is probably the one that is most popular right that's the one I see go viral uh every now and then it'll it'll come back around
3: yeah that one's pretty popular yeah
2: I't know my, my favorite is the boxing one where mm-hmm. she's coming in five pounds more than she'd like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that's that's a good one
1: They're so great. Oh my gosh. I love it.
0: Um, how about the caption contest? Let's talk caption contest for a minute. Um, I you know think what? you've only had one in the caption contest. I only
3: had one. And you know, I did. I had one, but I want to submit more, so
0: Oh, did yeah. the one that you did have, did you actually submit that for the caption contest?
3: I didn't. Emma picked her for the caption contest because she didn't like my captions. So is that how it usually works? It mm-hmm.
0: yeah. seems yeah. how it yeah. usually works. Yeah. I mean you can submit for the caption contest. But it seems most often they they just take a cartoon that had a caption.
3: Yeah. I mean, she didn't like my caption. So I was really happy when she chose it for the um, caption contest. But I did get scolded by a cartoonist for that. Do
1: you for
2: know what? about what? No. no. Sam Gross scolded you yes. probably. Yes. Yes, I thought yeah. it was Sam. Do you, know,
1: yeah. do you know about that? Yeah.
3: Yes,
2: I do.
1: Oh, because he doesn't like the, the caption contest. He doesn't like
3: it at all. And he he said, how could you do that? You know how I feel. I'm like, sorry, Sam. I can't believe you did that. he basically made me feel like, you know, I had zero integrity.
1: (laughs) But it gets your your cartoon in the magazine three times. I know, I know. there's a huge following for the coaching contest, so... I know people love the caption mm.
3: contests. Yeah. I mean, they really, I mean, you guys know this. I mean, mm. I have listened to your podcast and like, you know, people are obsessed with it and yeah. like people ask me all the time, like, what do I think of their lines? And I'm like, <laughs> go submit. It. What? I mean, you know, see what kind of response you get. But I mean, I think, I think it's an amazing thing. I mean, I think it's really fun. What do you guys uh, think of the caption contest? Other
0: people have told <laughs> us, but what, what what's Sam's gross uh, beef, as you recall it? What's his problem with it?
3: I think it's because he doesn't think that uh, somebody should be writing our our captions. That he thinks that you know we do the writing and we do the drawing, and that's the way it is, and nobody should be rewriting our cartoons.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I think I think that's what his issue is
2: that sounds right
3: that sounds yeah. right to me yep yeah. mm-hmm. and then we hold love it.
2: to have him on here someday just you
3: have you guys not you you know what you i'm
0: sure not, we've reached out
3: have you, uh, you i'm not, sure we have
0: because yeah. i would love to have someone on who doesn't like the caption contest because i think i can change his opinion but uh
3: oh, no. I uh, if you so. change his opinion <laughs> hell with <would> freeze over <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I wouldn't put money on that. <laughs> yeah, I would not. I I I wouldn't. I yeah. I mean, I'd be you interested try. in giving it a word.
0: If you could put in the word for us, I would certainly be interested in I'll, giving I'll, it a put,
3: shot. I'll put in a good word, but I mean I don't know if that's gonna do anything.
0: We <laughs> have <fair> fight. <laughs> yeah, but do
1: yeah. you do you remember what your caption was for that cartoon in the contest? Uh,
0: before you do, for the listening was, audience sake, it's the uh two wolves talking about a uh, pack of sheep and the sheep don't look particularly happy. Uh, you
3: know, if I you don't do remember,
0: remember your caption.
3: I don't remember. But then when I saw it one I was like, ah, damn, why didn't I think of that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember all the finalists, but it looks like the winner was, it seems you promised them herd immunity.
3: That was a really good line.
0: When did uh, this yeah, come out? Was, was it, it was, before? It was right it in the middle make, of COVID. So that it, it, middle? It, it makes sense yeah. in that. Uh, yeah. do do you follow the caption contest at all when the magazine comes out is it something that you uh have an interest in looking at
3: i do i do and i'm like i said and i really want to you know get my cartoons in the caption caption contest because i think it's really cool and i think it's a great way for people to you know see our work I mean, you know, let's be honest. There's like not a lot of um, places that our work can be really seen. Not a lot of magazines buy cartoons anymore. So anything that helps, you know, add to visibility is always a good thing,
0: I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's probably harder for your stuff to get in because you do a lot of people talking, couples, uh, to get in the caption contest, you need like a silly element. And at least the cartoons they're buying from, you don't have that incongruous silly element in them
2: yeah you know, they're not gonna
0: they're not gonna buy two women talking for a caption contest it doesn't mm-hmm. really work unless there's you know a, a parrot on one of their shoulders or something silly I- involved I like an in alien you know, or an <laughs> alien I, I might sneak one pirate. in pirate
1: <laughs> do, do you come up with your captions first or the drawing first typically <laughs> um it goes both ways, both ways.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah um Likely, it's a caption, but it, it's, it goes both ways, to be honest. I mean, what do you hear from other cartoonists? Do, do they say caption or are they art first?
0: There's a I split. Think, yeah, it is split. I, I would mm-hmm. say more lean towards the caption first. The mm-hmm. idea comes first. How PC Bay, I know, is big in just starts doodling and puts it all together in his mind that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe because I can't draw... And I, that it doesn't make sense to me, but I, the process of drawing first and then coming up with caption, I can't understand that process. It doesn't make any sense to me Mm -hmm. to just start drawing. And then all of a sudden something comes out and you caption it again, probably just because I can't draw, but I I can't in my mind figure out how that would work.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. To me, it definitely seems easier to have an idea and draw to it rather than the other way around.
3: Maybe I should um, just start doodling and then right to the, right to the drawing. <laughs> you never know. I mean, you know, they say if you brush your teeth with your left hand, that opens up all sorts of synapses in the brain. So who knows?
1: Really? I'm left-handed. I brush my teeth with my left hand every day. Well, there I you go. Oh, right. I, I don't know that that's working for me, but, <laughs> but that's interesting. Yeah. That's- <laughs>
0: Is there a thing you like to draw? I mean, that might open it up. If you like to draw, I don't know.
1: You know
3: what's really weird? Maybe that would. I mean, like when I'm, I mean, this is going to sound weird, but like when I'm stressed out, I draw shoes. It's like comfort food in a weird way. So, I mean, but I'm going to start drawing aliens more, I think.
0: Aliens (laughs) in a shoe store could be a caption.
3: I mean, I have been drawing fashionable aliens. I haven't sold anything yet, but that's, you know.
0: All right, that is fat fodder for a caption contest. I, I won't be surprised if they eventually take aliens with fashion for a caption contest.
1: Yeah, or Ali- aliens shoe shopping. Ali- <laughs> you know what? You're
0: right. aliens need fashion, right? They're always wearing the <laughs> yeah, same.
3: They need fashion.
1: They, they totally think they wear the same thing or nothing. Yeah, they totally do fashion. Aliens shoe shopping. I don't think that's been done yet. <laughs> yeah, I think you're. Right. I think you're right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. What is it? Do you have a favorite shoe cartoon? Favorite New Yorker shoe cartoon? Um
3: you know, somebody did a really great cartoon, a shoe cartoon. And I can't remember who did it, but I remember it was two dogs, and one dog said to the other dog that Manello Blanco tasted really great.
1: I want to say that's Paul
3: Noth. No, it was wrong? No, I think it was hmm. I think it was um I it was a, the great cartoonist who uh was a pilot
1: mm-hmm. Leo Colum?
3: I think oh, it was Leo Colum. Okay.
1: Hmm. I'm not sure. Hold on, here it is. I just pulled it up. I Think I did. You're right. It was Leo Colum. Yep. I was thinking of the one with uh, two dogs laying out by a pool, which I think is Paul Paul Noth. But yeah, this is Leo Cullum. That's a great one.
3: That was great. Love it. Love that, it. That was, that's one of my... I mm-hmm. mean, he was... Leo Cullum was one of the greatest. Oh, he's,
1: fa- he's fantastic.
3: He was such a gentleman mm-hmm. and s- really a great person. Yeah. He was one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love all his work. Yeah. My, one of my favorites shoe cartoons which would never sell today never in a million years is the Day cartoon of the woman shoe shopping and there's boxes all over the floor and the sales guy is reaching down into a shoe box on the floor and there's a gun in it like he's going to shoot the woman (laughs) that's (laughs) because she's trying on so many driving them crazy it's so funny that's really funny funny. but it would never sell today never Never sell today that's hilarious yeah yeah and then there's one, um it was uh Tom Cheney, mm-hmm. and uh, it's an old woman buying sneakers, and uh she's walking like there's a wall of sneakers on the you know in the shoe store, and uh she's walking through it. and I think either she's saying it or the the salesperson is saying it, but it's, it's, she's going ass kickers, ass kickers, ass kicker like she's looking for, you know, there's aerobic tennis sneakers, and that's hilarious. that's great. that's yeah, great. I love, I love that. it. That's love brilliant. it. Those that
0: John Day cartoon is from 1946. Is when that was published. Mm-hmm. Wow, amazing! It's, it's and nothing great. changes, right? That could mm-hmm. that could be yes. published yeah. tomorrow, and it's equally yeah. relevant. Yep. I love
3: it when cartoon cartoons are timeless, and when mm-hmm. they could, yeah, when they could run now or like, you know, tap into something that is a universal truth like mm-hmm.
1: that. Yeah, and it's captionless. You know, so it's just like creates the whole thing just within the picture. And it's so funny. Yeah. But again, never, it would never be published today. But, uh. Oh, you know, Bud Handelsman Mm -hmm.
3: did a cartoon that I don't think, I don't even know if the New Yorker published it, but it would never be published today. (laughs) And it's one of the best cartoons I've ever seen ever in my life. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) And that man was a genius. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was, um, an orchestra. And it had all the different instruments, and it was they were all sort of leading. They were in a pyramid shape, and at the very top was like you know you had the trombone section, the drums, the uh, uh, what is the trump, uh, the trumpet, the trombone, you know all violin string section, and at the very top was a man with a gun to his head. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> He was so warped and wonderful. <laughs>
1: yeah, he, he has great cartoons.
3: He was great. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm noticing a gun theme in this.
1: Yeah. yeah it's it terrible. Really... It's terrible. But <laughs> but it's just it's just interesting how, you know, cartoons that they, they they used to publish, you know, kind of I don't I'm I'm not thinking the right word. What's the I right think
0: it's word? the public it? that made them mm-hmm. soften up the cartoons, right? Yeah. That, I mean Yeah. People would just be offended by it now and mm-hmm. they'd send them the hundreds of emails where it's just not worth it to even deal right. with
2: it, I guess. Yeah. Right.
0: Different time, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I love that shoe shopping one. That one. That is really funny. Cracks me up. So
0: good. That's another thing. I don't see any uh, dog or really animal-related cartoons. Again, is that because they're not drawing them or just like the aliens, they're just not buying them? Um, Dog cartoons in general, you mean? Yeah, or any type of pets. I don't really see animals in uh in your cartoons at all.
3: Um yeah, you know, I don't really draw animals.
0: I guess because you don't have any uh pets?
3: Um I mean, I have drawn pet cartoons. I did have a dog. I mean, my parents had a dog that I, you know, would take care of. So, uh yeah, but I just I don't know why it's not my thing. You know, some people have a thing like Sam Gross. He draws the best cats in the world. I mean, I could tell you that he went to go see a Leonardo da Vinci show at the Met. And he's like, you know what? He can't do cats like I do cats. (laughs) Like, you know, people have their shtick. You know, cats are really not my shtick and neither are dogs. So
1: I think Frank Cotham does the best dogs. I know George Booth is known for his dogs and he's amazing. He's a master, but I think yeah. Frank Cotham is up there with his dogs. I so I agree. Such personality. Yeah. And I think nobody can touch Sam's cats. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, I love the, the niche cartoons that you do, the fashion and the women talking about, you know, the, the, the one, one that I think is extra, particularly funny is the two women sitting at lunch and says and she's handing her credit card taking the bill and she says this one's on my on my husband your husband got the last one or some something like that it's yeah. just so funny it's just such a niche thing because you know it's it's generally two people just talking but mm-hmm. the way you do it is so funny and great as opposed to just like so many of like newer cartoons are just two people walking down the street having a conversation about nothing. You mm-hmm. really tap into this niche world of fashion and high society. And, you know, and it's, it's, it's very well done. I love it. Thank you.
0: But well, that's why you won't be in the caption contest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. I, like I said, I could do an alien, you know, <laughs> definitely I mean, i've done a bunch of i mean yeah i've done like a bunch of ufos but i'm i should well yeah anyway <laughs> i feel like i'm sorry what were you saying have you been in
1: the rejection collection books i can't yeah read them i'm them. in yeah. those books mm-hmm.
3: i love matt he's a friend he's mm-hmm. a great guy yeah he's a great cartoonist oh yeah he's fantastic and,
2: uh, yeah, and
0: he's heard, uh, unfortunately we had him on uh, i know run, i know i, I,
3: to get back I in. heard that is yeah. he Is he submitting at all? I don't think so. Or at least he wasn't
0: when we had him Mm -hmm. on. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I heard that. But is he, so he is, is he retired really? Or just not, just doesn't want to do it? I don't know.
0: I don't remember. I don't think he's retired. I I just don't think he's submitting. uh, At least he hasn't submitted for a while. And Mm -hmm. if he's submitting now, he just got back into it. But I I don't think he is. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, anyway a mentor to so many people that we've heard, you know, so many people point to him and say, he he encouraged me to get my start or he helped me get my start. It's, it's really interesting.
3: He's always been a great guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, he's got a big heart and he's just really smart and so talented mm-hmm. and he's an amazing draftsman. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really he he awesome. said one thing I remember, he said they have a, bunch of his cartoons that they just holding on to that they haven't published yet like a a lot of them
3: oh really which
0: yeah which we've discussed before but it always surprises me that they buy cartoons and go years without public sometimes never publish them it's strange to me that they have the money to just waste like that
3: (laughs) i know i mean that's happened to me a lot like cartoons haven't been you know they run two
0: years later yeah it's so strange to wait that long yeah. And it's frustrating for you, right? You sell it, you kind of want to, you want to see it in the magazine.
3: Yeah, I mean, like you go tell your friends, "Hey, I just sold this cartoon," and then they're like, "When's it going to be in the magazine?" I'm like, "I don't know." And then, like, you see them again, they're like, "Has it run yet?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> and then two years later, guess what? You know, <laughs> but you know, it pushes
0: it is- you to just do topical stuff that they're forced to. Uh, I mean, your last one, I think, in the magazine was COVID-related, right? It was, yeah, uh, yeah, inside the box. So yeah, they had yeah. no choice but to publish that during <laughs> yeah. COVID. They couldn't really wait too long.
3: Well,
1: I was like, so over that. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think so. I'm over it. It's yeah. Way over COVID. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> seems to so, pretty much be over, right? I don't, there's not really any more COVID restrictions, as far as I know.
1: Oh mm-hmm.
3: no. I mean, I hope there aren't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do you have going on now besides cartooning? Are you?
0: Well, we know, I know we have the podcast coming around the corner. Which, yeah, I have a podcast. Uh, about- on that. I, will, I would mm-hmm. be interested in listening to that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I have that. We have our podcast, Beth. Yes, our shoe, our shoe podcast. <laughs> we got to work on that.
0: <laughs> will this be your first foray into podcasting? Have you done one in the past?
3: Um, I mean, I've been on podcasts, like, you know, I have friends who like have had me on their show. So yeah, I've done, but, um, and I have like hosted like stuff with, you know, some of my friends, but this will be like the first actual, like official podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: how much long do you think when, when, when's the plan to go live?
3: Well, um, I don't know if maybe like next month or so, or after the, I don't know, after that we'll see. I mean, yeah, so that, and then what else am I doing? You know, like I said, books and a bunch of other projects, you know, dealing with books that I've already written. So, yeah, so a bunch of things.
1: And and oh. do you do you run a foundation for women who are recovering from breast cancer? I did. I did. I don't do it anymore. Oh, I mean, I, okay. I,
3: I raised like a ton of money. Uh-huh. For um, breast cancer, and it's Mm -hmm. at Mount Sinai. And um, I think like about a million dollars. Wow. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I stopped doing it just because it was like, I feel like I did it and I kind of wanted to focus on my career.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure that was extremely time consuming.
3: It was a lot. It did take a lot of time. And, you know, I kind of, feel like you know there's i just want to focus on like the work at this point
1: mm-hmm. is you somebody know. keeping it going
3: well it's at mount sinai uh-huh. so, so it
1: continues yeah. yeah
3: yeah and um mm-hmm. it's overseen by my oncologist paula klein oh uh-huh. so, yeah nice yeah. i assume
0: that was a tough experience going through that whole process yourself
3: i'm a three-time cancer survivor wow. oh wow Good. yeah so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So melanoma twice, and then breast cancer. Yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> Let's just it's say that. Not. All right, <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, but um, you know, hopefully, I feel like there's a lot of things people can do to, um, you know, protect themselves against things like cancer, and you know, diet, and I'm not saying that'll cure it, but
1: mm-hmm.
3: I think it's good to be go on the offensive with it.
1: And you did a graphic novel about your experience. With I, it, did, right? I did. I mm-hmm. did.
3: Cancer Vixen. Yeah.
1: And um, yeah.
3: And that's, uh, it's funny because, and of anything I've done like that book, it's like, I still get Google alerts about like somebody talking about it, like virtually every week and wow. it was published in 2006.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. good. It, it made a difference then. Right. If it's, still yeah. relevant
3: now yeah it's it did so I mean if I look back on my life and I think about that book you know it's kind of you know even though it was really difficult going through that experience you know it if I could help other people in any way you know it makes it worth it absolutely you about write
2: the book as you're going through uh chemo yeah
3: I literally you know drew that book with like a chemo IV in my hand and I was wow. Yeah, so um, it's pretty raw. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, I bet. I bet it's something that you know people, if they have a loved one going through it, they might pick that up as a gift for the person, yeah. or you know.
3: Yeah, I mean, I. They do. I mean, mm-hmm. I hear from I, I hear from people all the time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Is that
2: hard to get people talking to you about? You know, relive. <clears throat> Reliving the, what happened to you, you know, do they? is that hard for you to listen to other people talk about it?
3: No, not at all. I mean, I feel like, you know, I feel like, you know, dialogue and talking about things is like a great way to get things off your chest. I mean, I fe- you know, when I was going through it, it, I never wanted to call it my cancer, you know, mine, from, I, because I didn't want it to be on me. I wanted to oh, put yes. it on the page. So... Mm-hmm. And I felt like you know, journaling and it, it's called subjective journalism. Journalism mm-hmm. and it really, really helps. And I think whenever somebody's going through any kind of traumatic event, it's like getting it on the page and getting it off you is a great way of dealing with something.
1: Mm-hmm. Did, did that experience um, lead you to your interest in spirituality and religious and the the uni- religion and the universe and why are we here or? Did you have that interest before you went through this?
3: I actually had that before.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, I was always questioning, like, you know, when you're six years old and you see like Jesus on the cross, you Mm -hmm. know, and at your grandmother's house and she says, Christ died for your sins. I'm like, what did I do? Step on a crack, (laughs) broke my mother's back. I mean, Mm -hmm. how it never made sense to me. And also never made sense. Like, you know, Women give birth. We're the life givers. How did a fake male god give birth to all this? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. so in my head. I was, you know, always had this that thought. And
1: mm-hmm.
3: when I was doing my comic strip, she, I had the this like, okay, here's like the caption first. The big shebang was in my head, and I knew mm-hmm. that I would eventually write something called The Big Shebang, but I didn't know what it was, and mm-hmm. like I literally wrote to that
1: mm-hmm.
0: So great title.
3: <laughs> thanks <thing. laughs> So, yeah, I mean, um, but I've always been curious about everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I always wanted to know, like where things came from and how things work and why is this here, and what's happening and what's going on. I've always like, how did this start? I've always like, had a curious mind, and I've always wanted to
1: know things. Mm. So, mm. so who is the target audience for that book? Is it religious people, or or atheists, or all of the above? Women, just anybody you know, who anybody. like
3: is curious about, like, you know, where we came from, and like stories that have been squelched, marginalized, sidelined. Mm. You know. What's the real story with Mary Magdalene? You know, and I personally think that she, you know, well, she had her own um, apostles called the Magdalene's and she funded Jesus when he went on tour. Yeah, so, I mean, I think she's really a fascinating, I was really fascinated by, I think, she, you know, there are these stories that,
1: mm-hmm.
3: that not many of us know about and Mm -hmm. i I was just really fascinated by them and Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i just am fascinated by like life and people and Mm -hmm. and this planet and what else is out there and you know where we're going and where we've been i just want to know all of it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it'll lead to an interesting podcast when uh when you (laughs) watch dig into it
3: It'll be kind of all about that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Being that you're so
0: close to the city, uh, do you have any idea so, if the New Yorker is going to open up again for in person deliveries?
3: I don't know, but I'm literally like. Okay, there's a yellow, it's called the Little Lady Liberty. It's a yellow ferry that is like right below my um, building right on the marina and it's 11 minutes to right to the new yorker basically Mm -hmm. yeah right downtown
0: is that something you you prefer to do it in person i love
3: taking that little boat i feel like you know barbara's tristan don't rain on (laughs) that (laughs) right
1: yeah the the ferry is great i used to commute to the city by by the ferry also from oh you did from, from uh i would take the train to hoboken and then take the ferry to pier 11. Oh um, yeah. down Downtown. So yeah. Yeah. It was only, it was only scary twice. One, mm-hmm. one, one day there was like a storm that we just should not have been allowed out on and like literally water coming up over the ferry. Oh my God. And then, and then the next, the the second time it was really scary was there was complete dense fog. Like you couldn't see a thing. And then all of a sudden we're like, hitting the pier when we get there we're like we're here (laughs) that would be
3: really that's that must have been frightening yeah it's like Gilligan's Island you know exactly
1: (laughs) but it was uh but it was a good commute I mean that going into the city that way was you know enjoyable most of the time (laughs) yeah I mean I really liked taking the ferry Mm -hmm. yep
3: well that's a short
0: ride right it's like 15 minutes
1: It's
3: like, I think it's like 11 and then back, it's like nine or something Mm. crazy. Yeah. The Staten Island
0: Ferry is not as glamorous. It's like 30 minutes and uh, Mm -hmm. there's always somebody screaming on there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I've taken the Staten Island Ferry. (laughs) Yeah. It's not
0: the same. I dated
3: somebody who lived (laughs) in Staten Island like a long time ago. Yeah. Staten It's great over there.
0: Yeah. I I like it.
1: It the uh, the New York Waterway, New Jersey, whatever they call it, is not always that glamorous either. There, there used to be a guy on my ferry in the morning who, literally every day, would be shaving with an electric razor on the ferry. Oh or my god! Over the edge, and I'd be like, oh, oh so my god! Weird. I'm like, only in New York. Exactly. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, well, Can't this... you wake up five minutes earlier and do that at home. <laughs>
3: uh, oh my god. That's crazy. <laughs> it is. But look, this little ferry is not bad though. Mm-hmm. It's like it's small, and you know, it's just like the neighborhood people here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, Jersey so, City's great. I uh, I used to I go there. I, oh, I go to Hoboken fairly often, mm-hmm. which is right your neighbor.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a there's like a really good Italian restaurant. It's antique bread or something like that. It's an. In and in Hoboken, it's in like an
0: antique bookstore.
3: It's I, an antique
0: I, I bakery. Talking about, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's really I mean, there's like I mean, there's pretty good restaurants here. There's some good restaurants in Montclair too.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. We have no shortage. Yeah, yeah. No shortage of good restaurants, definitely. But we go to Jersey City. Um, I can't remember which what restaurant there was a restaurant I really liked there, but I, I can't remember the name of it now. But but yeah. Horse Tavern. Let me go there. No, I think it started with a T. Um but I can't I can't remember. No. No, we have a taqueria in Montclair too. Um no, I I can't remember. I'll I'll figure it out after the podcast, but but it was really good. But the only thing I don't like about going into Jersey City is the traffic. The 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 Holland tunnel is always that's a nightmare backed up. So but it's you know, so you get stuck in that traffic but uh, coming from my house. But uh That's great. It's a great, it's a great town.
3: Well, Montclair is a great town. So yeah. As a Jersey girl, are you from New Jersey originally? Uh,
1: Originally from uh, Rockland County, New York. Okay. Not far from here, like 45 minutes away from where I live. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I've been in Montclair for 15 years.
3: Yeah. It's really pretty. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It's a big feeder from Brooklyn, that area. A lot of people come this way and move here. Yeah. yeah, can't afford to
0: buy anything here, so they go. uh mm-hmm. Go yeah. a little off
1: Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's fun. Well,
2: one of these days, I'm going to have to get to New York. Yeah, one of these Paul
1: days. is coming yeah. to visit. Paul is coming to visit in March. Oh, that's yep. cool. i mm-hmm. yep. will come yeah. over to Jersey City. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, all of you come over. <laughs> we're yeah, we're definitely, yeah. I think we're, we're doing a
0: big splash for the hundredth episode. So maybe we'll uh. Mm-hmm. We'll come by there and chat. Uh, yeah.
3: that'd
1: be awesome. I'd love that'd, that. Yeah, that'd be so much fun. So when's your
3: hundredth episode? How many have you had so far? This is 93. This is
0: Ninety. 90 this is ninety-three. So Two, we're coming 90. up on yeah. it.
3: Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yes, yeah, so we're excited. Congratulations.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
3: you. How How you doing? The, I love your po- I love your podcast, by
1: the way. Thanks. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so fun for us to meet all these cartoonists that you know, we've been fans of for so long. So it's, and hear all the stories. I love the stories. Yeah, they're great. Well,
3: I love that you guys have
1: it. Thank you.
0: Yeah, uh, we have you over an hour, but uh, we'll definitely reach out for something in the future. If you want to come on when you launch the podcast to plug it, you're absolutely more than welcome.
3: Okay, thank you. Thanks. All right. I would love that. And uh, definitely like, Come to Jersey City and hope to meet you guys, you know, in person. Yeah, we'll set yeah, something we'll up touch. when
1: Paul is here. That'd be
3: I so have, much fun. So many plans. <laughs> so many
2: plans.
1: Paul, <laughs> well, you may have to stay a few extra days. <laughs> no, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll definitely do that. I love that. Well, thanks for having me
3: on. I really
0: yes, agree. thank you.